Father God, we thank you for today's reading, October the 5th. Lord, we ask you, Lord, to touch our eyes, our ears, our hearts, open our minds and our souls to hear revelation knowledge, or, or just to hear you, Lord, that you are our friend, Holy Spirit, and we know you're there. Give us a sign through your word, Lord God. Give us a word in our hearts, Lord, that we may run on. Meditate on it, Lord, and chew on it all day long, Lord. Thank you for electrifying, giving us living water, Lord. Thank you for the blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you for the living water, the wonderful water. And thank you for the Holy Scriptures that makes us wise, Lord, and energetic. And here's Anna. Amen. Um, I, I, I my, oh, me too? Okay. Uh, Father God, we thank you for... Uh, opening our eyes, opening our ears to hear what the Holy Spirit says. And Holy Spirit, we invite you to um, help us and to sit with us and to teach us um, the way it says in the Word that you're our teacher, that you're going to um, guide us to all things, the truth that Jesus said. So thank you very much um, for being with us on Saturday morning. And we bless you and we thank you. We love you. And... Uh, Amen. Amen. All right, Jeremiah 5.19, right to 6.15, correct? Yes. Or 4.19, what is it? 4.19 to 6.15. Okay, Jeremiah 4.19, here we go. I'll start the reading, and then Anna will comment, and I will comment afterwards. Sorrow for a doomed nation. Oh, my soul, my soul. Right, 419 you said? Yeah. Are you in Psalms or Proverbs or Jeremiah, Jeremiah 419? Jeremiah 419. Yeah, but in the wrong translation. Well, try, try it. Start it. Okay, it says, My heart, my heart. I, Jeremiah. Oh, I'm on the New King James. Baby. Yeah. Uh, it takes uh, a, a, a nation. A village. A village to get the Bible <laughs> started. It's the daily reading that. <laughs> Lord. I like the other one. That was the New King James Version. Huh? Yeah. Well, kind of interesting because it says, My soul, my soul, but here it says, My heart, my heart. Maybe it wasn't um, a mistake, baby. Let me run with it. Okay, run you with follow it. Just me. go for it. And I'll just... Oh, my soul, my soul. I am pain in my very heart. My heart makes a noise in me. I cannot hold my peace. Because you have heard, O oh my soul, the sound of the trumpet, the alarm of war, destruction upon destruction is cried, for the whole land is plundered. Suddenly my tents are plundered, and my curtains in a moment. How long will I see the standard and hear the sound of the trumpet? For my people are foolish, they have not known me, they are still, they are silly children. They have no understanding. They are wise to do evil, but to do good they have no knowledge. I beheld the earth, and indeed it was without form and void. And the heavens, they had no light. I beheld the mountains, and indeed they trembled, and all the hills moved back and forth. I beheld, and indeed there was no man, and all the birds of the heavens had fled. I beheld, and indeed, the fruitful land was a wilderness, and all its cities were broken down. Are you okay with that? You want me to switch over? That's okay. At the presence of the Lord, and all the cities were broken down at the presence of the Lord by His fierce anger. For thus says the Lord, The whole land shall be desolated, yet I will not make a full end. 
For this shall the earth mourn and the heavens above be black, because I have spoken. I have purpose and will not relent, nor will I turn back from it. The whole city shall flee from the noise of the horsemen and the bowmen. They shall go into thickets and climb up on the rocks. Every city shall be forsaken, and not a man shall dwell in it. And when you are plundered, what will you do? Though you clothe yourself with crimson, though you adorn yourself with ornaments of gold, though you enlarge your eyes with paint, in vain you will make yourself fair. Your lovers will despise you. They will seek your life. For I have heard a voice of a woman in labor, the anguish of her who brings forth her first child, the voice of the daughter of Zion bewailing herself. She spreads her hands, saying, Woe is me now, for my soul is weary because of murderers. Run to and fro through the streets of Jerusalem. See now and know, and seek in her open places. If you can find a man, if there's anyone who executes judgment, who seeks the truth, and I will pardon her. Though they say, as the Lord lives, surely they swear falsely. O Lord, are not your eyes on the truth? You have stricken them, but they have not grieved. You have consumed them, but they have refused to receive correction. They have made their faces harder than a rock. They have refused to return. Therefore I said, surely these are poor, they are foolish. For they do not know the way of the Lord, the judgment of their God. I will go to the greatest men and speak to them, for they have known the way of the Lord, the judgment of their God. But these have altogether broken the yoke and burst the bonds. Therefore a lion from the forest shall slay them, a wolf of the desert shall destroy them. A leopard will watch over their cities, everyone who goes out from there shall be torn in pieces. Because their transgressions are many, their backslidings have increased. How shall I pardon you for this? Your children have forsaken me and sworn by those that are not gods. When I had fed them to the full, then they committed adultery and assembled themselves by troops in the harlot houses. They were like well-fed, lusty stallions. Everyone named after his neighbor's wife. <laughs> Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? And shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? Go up on her walls and destroy, but do not make a complete end. Take away her branches, for they are not the Lord's. For the house of Israel and the house of Judah have dealt very treasurely with me, says the Lord. They have lied about the Lord and said, It is not he... Neither will evil come upon us, nor shall we see sword or famine, and the prophet become wind, for the word is not in them, thus shall it be done to them. Therefore thus says the Lord God of hosts, because you speak this word, behold, I will make my words in your mouth fire, and his people wood, and it shall devour them. Behold, I will bring a nation against you from afar, O house of Israel, says the Lord. It is a mighty nation, it is an ancient nation, a nation whose language you do not know, nor can you understand what they say. Their quiver is like an open tomb, they are all mighty men, and they shall eat up your harvest and your bread, which your sons and daughters should eat. 
They shall eat up your flocks and your herds. They shall eat up your vines and your fig trees. They shall destroy your fortified cities in which you trust with the sword. Nevertheless, in those days, says the Lord, I will not make a complete end of you. And it will be when you say, Why does the Lord our God do all these things to us? Then you shall answer them, just as you have forsaken me and served foreign gods in your land. So you shall serve aliens in a land that is not yours. Declare this in the house of Jacob and proclaim it in Judah, saying, Hear this now, O foolish people, without understanding, who have eyes and not seen, and who have ears and, not, and heard not. Do you not fear me, says the Lord? Will you not tremble at my presence, who have placed the sand as the bound of the sea by a perpetual decree that it cannot pass beyond it, and though its waves toss to and fro, yet they cannot prevail. Though they roar, yet they cannot pass over it. But this people have as a defiant and rebellious heart. They have revolted and departed. They do not stay in their hearts. Let us now fear the Lord our God, who gives rain both the former and the later in the season. He reserves for us the appointed week of the harvest. Your iniquities have turned these things away, and your sins have wilted good from you. For among my people are found wicked men. They lie in wait as one who sets snares. They set a trap. They catch men as a cage is full of birds. So their houses are full of deceit. Therefore they have become great and grown rich. They have grown fat. They are sleek. Yes, they surpass the deeds of the wicked. They do not plead the cause, the cause of the fatherless. Yet they prosper, and the right of the needy they do not defend. Shall I not punish them for these things, says the Lord? Shall I not avenge myself on such a nation as this? An astonishing and horrible thing has been committed in the land. The prophets prophesy falsely, and the priests rule by their own power, and by my people love to hate it so. But what will you do in the end? O oh, your children of Benjamin, gather yourself to flee from the midst of Jerusalem. Blow the trumpet in Tekoa, and set up a signal fire in bet Karen, for disaster appears out of the Lord and great destruction. I have likened the daughters of Zion to a lovely and delicate woman. The shepherds with their flocks shall come to her, and they shall pitch their tents against all around. Each one shall pasture in his own place. Prepare war against her. Arise, and let us go on up at noon. Woe to us, for the day goes away, for the shadows of the evening are lengthening. Arise, and let us go by night. Let us destroy her palaces. For thus has the Lord of hosts said, Cut down trees and build a mound against Jerusalem. This is the city to be punished. She is full of oppression in her midst. As the fountain wells up with water, so she wells up with her wickedness. Violence and plundering are heard in her. In her. Before me continually are grief and wounds. Be instructed, O Jerusalem, lest my soul depart from you, lest I make you desolated, a land not inhabited. Thus says the Lord of hosts, They shall thoroughly glean as the vine the remnant of Israel, as the grape gather put your hand back in the branches. To whom shall I speak and give warning that they may hear? Indeed, their ear is uncircumcised, and they cannot give heed. Behold, the word of the Lord is a reproach to them. They have no delight in it. 
Therefore I am full of the fury of the Lord. I am weary of holding it in. I will pour it out on the children outside and on the assembly of young men together. For even the husband shall be taken with the wife, the aged with him who is full of days, and their houses shall be turned over to others, fields and wives together. For I will stretch out my hand against the inhabitants of the land, says the Lord, because from the least of them, even to the greatest of them, everyone is given to covetousness. And from the prophet, even to the priest, everyone deals falsely. They have also healed the, the herd of my people slightly, saying, Peace, peace, when there is no peace. Were they ashamed when they had committed abomination? No, they were not all ashamed, nor did they know how to blush. Therefore, they shall fall among those who fall. At that time, I punish them. They shall be cast down, says the Lord. Amen. Um, I think I got more out of your the other translation than I did this one. Yeah. What do you think, comparison-wise? Well, I, I think it's the same message. Um, it's important. Let me see if I can just read this uh, today's study for this. For some reason, I just need to read that because, you know, I'm hearing what the Lord's going to do, and I just want okay, understanding. Please. So it says, uh, Jeremiah from 520 to 25, says, Jeremiah told the people that their eyes and ears did did them no good because they refused to see or hear God's message. The people of Judah and Israel were blind and deaf to God's promised blessings for obedience and curses for disobedience. God had to strip away all the benefits that Judah and Israel had grown to expect from him in order to give them another opportunity to turn back to him. When God speaks through the word of his messengers, we harm ourselves if we fail to listen fail to listen God's message will never change as unless we choose to live by it don't wait until God withdraws blessings before you repent and commit yourself to him instead go regularly into God's presence with respect and willingness to listen do whatever he instructs you to do through his word don't let sin rob your life of God's blessings live in awe of God and let him shower your life with his goodness. So that kind of, you know, it explains that, you know, here's the people that were not listening and not open to to God. And putting them aside for their whatever else they were into. But, you know, it says here, you know, that sin robs your life. Um, and while... You know, was, I think I was watching Joseph Prince the other day. He says, what happens is when there's sin, there's a covering that gets lifted. It gets lifted off. God allow you to go do your thing, make your choices. Um, but, you know, there's consequences to those sins. While you're under the covering of Christ and, and God, then there's blessings that can overflow in your life. Uh, just by your knowing who he is, knowing, you know, it's obvious to me they don't know who he is. You know, and it's obvious that they turn to other things. Um, and, you know, it, it, it's kind of like sometimes you're, you're doing something, but maybe God's mercy is to, to allow you to go through that so that you can return back to him, you know, and allow his love to, to fix it. So, um, 
Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you for this reading. In Jesus' name, we thank you, Lord God, that you saved a remnant. You know, and there was a stub left over from where Jesus came from, Lord. And we thank you, Father, for the people that honored you and he kept them safe, Lord. We thank you for your saving hands in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, One point at the beginning, he just says, he says, um, My people are foolish and do not know me, says the Lord. They are stupid children who have no understanding. They are clever enough at doing wrong, but they have no idea how to do right. You know, I, I, it's just kind of like that's truth right there because, you know, scripture tells us in all things get wisdom and get understanding. And the wisdom is in the Word of God. And so if we're not seeking the Lord, finding Him, uh, you know, making steps towards that to grow in that, then we will be foolish. We will be a foolish people because, you know, um, you know, the sin will take over. You know, even if you're a Christian, it's just so easy for the, the devil to come in and tempt you. You know, if you're not looking at what's, you know, what I mean, the word the, the says. Easiest, the easiest thing for a Christian to, violations that, that we do as Christians is, uh, against another minister that we don't agree with his, you know, his, you know, say he doesn't believe in prosperity or mm-hmm. speaking in tongues. Mm-hmm. Right. He's born again. Mm-hmm. Now, remember, we were at that point, too, at one time in our mm-hmm. lives where we were mm-hmm. coming along in our in our history that, you know, we didn't know how to speak in tongues, but we were born again. Mm-hmm. I think we violate that one very easily. I've, mm-hmm. I've met other Christians that are we're very, yeah. you know, and then the other one is we violate is uh, what we grieve the Holy Spirit by the... Right, judging uh, of people. You know, by not listening to him, by right. not singing to him, by not uh, allowing him to talk to us, or you know, or be uh, be skillful or listening to him, and then taking him to the to the picture show, or uh, you know, when you're in front of a non-believer, do you witness to them or do you agree with them? Mm-hmm. Today, that kid, I was trying to talk to the kid about. It. I was just kept praying under my breath. That he was, you know, that when you were talking to the mom last oh, night. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was trying to, you know, send blessings to him. God bless him. God yeah. bless him. So he can open an opening for Jesus Christ. He knew a lot about cars, uh-huh. motors, and uh, it's just an incredible amount of information that is no avail. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, would you move on? Go ahead. Uh, yeah, so... Um... It just seems like, you know, it, it says over here. Lord, and, we bless that child and his mother. Amen. With the family, Jesus. we just pray for the blessing of the Lord to overflow in their lives. Yeah, and it says, you know, kind of like people don't kind of underestimate the Lord. Um, in number 11 here, um, it must be 511. It says, it says, they have lied about the Lord. And said, he won't bother us. No disasters will come upon us. There will be no war or famine. God's prophets are all windbags who don't really speak for him. Let their predictions come on themselves. It's like there's no faith. It's like, what are you doing? So, um, it's kind of like, you know, when God speaks through his prophets, you know, especially in the Old Testament, how it was a lot of judgment, 
but um, when God says something, rest assured he'll bring it to pass, you know, unless the, the nation repents, you know, and turns their eyes back on God, you know, um, well, we'll have to be on our toes, listening to the prophets, and not... Well, the prophet Jesus is too, too simple for us now, you know, sometimes I feel... It's very simple for us to follow Jesus because Jesus did all the necessary ingredients to have the Holy Spirit available sits in our heart. You know, he paid all the uh, requirements so we can be sanctified, holy, in the deal. So, mm -hmm. you know, we really have mm -hmm. it so made, it's, it's almost, you know... Yeah, and it, and it says... Um, Wow, Jeremiah had a, a tough time in this time. <laughs> we know here, it, it just kind of just, the theme is, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that to the nation. Don't they know who I am? They're a rebellious people, senseless. They, they have eyes that do not see, ears that do not hear. No respect for the Lord. But it, it, here it says in number um, 32, I think it might be 532. Mm -hmm says, have you no respect for me? Why don't you tremble in my presence? I, the Lord, define the ocean's sandy shoreline as an everlasting boundary that the waters cannot cross. The waves may toss and roar, but they can never pass the boundaries I set. But my people have stubborn and rebellion hearts. They have turned away and abandoned me. They do not say from the heart, let us live in awe of the Lord our God. For he gives us rain each spring and fall, assuring us of a harvest when the time is right, yeah. you know, there's just a lack of, of awe for the Lord. There's a lack of his power. There's just, you know, wow. Amen, amen. You know, just a stubborn people, rebellious people. But I think as we get further into Jeremiah, we're going to see that, you know, the Lord, you know, as we get to, as he has, he does have a plan for Israel. Okay, go ahead and read the New Testament, please. Okay, Colossians 1, 18 to 2, 7. Christ is also the head of the church, which is his body. He's the beginning supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything, for God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. And through him God reconciled everything to himself. He made peace with everything in heaven and on earth by means of Christ's blood on the cross. Amen. This includes you who are once far away from God. You were his enemies separated from him by your evil thoughts and actions. Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he's brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. 
but you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. The good news has been preached all over the world, and I, Paul, I, Paul have been appointed as God's servant to proclaim it. I'm glad when I suffer for you in my body, for I'm participating in the sufferings of Christ that continue for his body, the church. God has given me the responsibility of serving his church by proclaiming his entire message to you. This message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but how it has been revealed to God's people. For God wanted them to know that the riches and glory of Christ are for you Gentiles. And this is the secret. Christ lives in you. This, this gives you assurance of sharing his glory. So we tell others about Christ warning everyone and teaching everyone with all the wisdom God has given us. We want to present them to God perfect in their relationship to Christ. That's why I work and struggle so hard, depending on Christ's mighty power that works within me. I want you to know how much I have agonized for you and for the church at Lacadacia, and for many other believers who have never met me personally. I want them to be encouraged and knit together by strong ties of love. I want them to have complete confidence that they are understand God's mysterious plan which is Christ himself. In him lie, all, lie hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. I'm telling you so this so no one will deceive you with well-crafted arguments. Oh boy. For though I am far away from you, my heart is with you. And I rejoice that you're living as you should and that your faith in Christ is strong. And now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. Let your roots grow down into him. And let your lives be built on him. Then your faith will grow strong in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness amen amen very good very short read but not here i'm anxious to hear your commentary babe okay. I, I studied this twice yesterday and uh, it's really beautiful yeah and i think the um the secret they could not figure it out that christ the creator he was going to come with a new name, which Messiah. You know, he was going to, he, he said, I will walk among you. And, you know, you will hear a word talking to you, turn to the right, turn to the left. And all these prophecies. And then finally, that was the secret. That Christ was going to come and die on the cross and, and be able to live inside each man through the blood and the water and, and, and the scriptures. You know, they made our, 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 our carnal soul soft so he can get in there. Amen. Yeah, a lot <clears throat> of good nuggets here. Um, you know, uh, well, I like I like the way it starts here. Uh, well, at the beginning, a number 
number 19, 119, it says, For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ, and through Christ reconciled everything back to himself. Okay, once again, the work of Jesus at the cross and his shed blood has reconciled all us and with God. You know, no longer are we, it's the judgment of our sins upon us in the Old Testament. All the curses, but now we've been, he's brought us through Christ. You know, it says here, all his fullness. And what does all his fullness mean? Really, that's a big, that's another topic. But, you know, God in all his fullness was happy to have Christ, um, to, to live in Christ and be, you know, become the one. Um, but I like this, what it says here. He made peace with everything. Okay, in heaven and on earth. It's a very big statement there. Because, you know, there's a lot of sins and there's a lot of wrong that we do every day. Even our unbelief is a sin. But I think that, you know, the reconciliation that we receive from the cross, you know, brings peace. Okay? And, um, but on heaven and earth, we all know that heaven's an awesome place by what we read through the word but we can have it on this earth we can have the peace of God on it are we going to struggle yes but that's why we go back to over here where it says um in number 23 it says but you must continue to believe this truth and stand firmly in it okay um it it's we have to constantly stay in that position of what Christ did for us at the cross. Who are we? You know? Um, so, going back to this, you know, he made peace with everything in heaven. And that's why I can have peace on this earth. Because it, the way it says in Romans is, I have, um, therefore having been justified through Christ, I have the peace of God. You have to keep, you know, it's, you have to keep battling that and just <coughs> believing that. Um, and then, um, so it says over here, but now he's reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. So once again, we go back to the cross, we go back to the blood of Jesus, his broken body. That's how our reconciliation came. But, and it says, as a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. Very important point right here. Okay. Because, because you're in Christ now, there is no condemnation when you mess up. You know, we're not perfect. Um, we do, we do, you know, fly off the handle once in a while. We do fall into unbelief. We do lie. We do things. Just our, our, our fleshly nature that, you know, that tempts us. But anyway, but it says, you into uh, as a result he has brought you into his own presence and you're a holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault it's like we learned through joseph prince all the time he says okay so god is not looking at what you did wrong he's looking at what jesus did right and that's a real important point here so for me down here on this earth i have to remember when i miss the mark god is not holding that against me because it's already covered through the blood of Jesus he's forgiven me and he's not holding it against me and I, I stand before right now if, if Christ comes right now 
you know, or, you know, I stand before him. I am holy. I am blameless already. I'm, I'm, I'm no longer the person I used to be. I am a child of God. I am in the family. I have a dad who loves me. And nothing's going to change that. And my salvation is in, in him. And nobody can snatch me out of his hand. That's an assurance. Okay. Um, but it says here, but you must continue to believe this truth. Okay. Um, and stand firmly in it. Don't drift away from the assurance you received when you heard the good news. It's easy to stray when you're not in the word. It's easy to let the enemy come and plant the thought here. Well, remember what you did back in 1972. You're... That was bad. That was wrong. And condemn you. That's why we have to fill our mindset with the mind of Christ. You know, and we have to keep on standing in that position of holiness and blameless before him. So when you have a, a new Christian, this would be uh, imperative or important mm -hmm. for them to mm -hmm. get these truths down in their hearts and acceptance mm -hmm. that... Mm -hmm. To give them a good foundation is these small little letters, Ephesians, Galatians. Yeah. You know, they're all very uh, right. fundamental. And, and even for Christians, not just new ones, mm -hmm. old ones, you know. Um, if the scripture says, there is now therefore no condemnation in Christ, then there isn't. You know, you have to keep meditating on that until you believe that. Um, mm -hmm. So... Um, you know, and I like it. it says here in number 27, it says, for God, okay, so um, this message was kept secret for centuries and generations past, but now it has been revealed to God's people, okay? For God wanted them to know that the riches and the glory of Christ are for you Gentiles, okay? And what does mm -hmm. that mean, okay? The riches and his glory, Okay, that's a lot when you look at it. You know, all of the riches, all the fullness, all of the blessing, all of the, you know, the peace, the joy, the righteousness, mm -hmm. the, the, the provision, the favor, um, you know, the glory of God be seen on us, as it says in Isaiah um, 60 or 61, that the glory of God is going to be seen in these end times on us. You know, even in the grocery store. Even as people come in the house here, you know, the the glory is the presence of God, you know, that's going to be seen in us, you know, for his demonstration of his power um, to bring people into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. um, so, anyway, and I like it because it says, and this is a secret Christ lives in you. This gives you. The assurance of sharing his glory. Okay, God wants to share that glory. You know, we we bring him glory when, you know, we we share with others the good news. You know, the testimonies. The goodness of God that leads people to turn their minds back towards them. Um, and I like this so much. It says, so we tell others about Christ, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all the wisdom God has given us, okay? Um, that's why that's why we got to understand and have understanding in the word and asking God for the Hesed wisdom, to sh you know, constantly because, you know, then we can teach others and we can share freely with others in a sense that's not, you know, 
cramming it down their throat. It's the way the words come out, the weight you have that comes out, you know, your, your anointing. And then that's pretty cool. You know, it's interesting that we were once reconciled, and then we had to be reconciled into the body of the flesh in Christ Jesus. You know, whatever Adam and Eve did, we did it. We had the same DNA. We were, you know, the very spiritual thing happened. And then when God sent the second Adam, and the second Adam uh, reconciled us, all the brood of Adam and Eve, you know, to... Things on earth, things in heaven have made peace through the blood of his cross. Amen. I really like that. It says right there for 19, it said, For it pleased the Father that in him all the fullness should dwell, right. and by him to reconcile all things to himself. Okay, By him, whether right. things on earth, like you said, and or things in heaven, mm-hmm. having made peace mm-hmm. through the blood of Amen. his cross. So Amen. the blood of his cross covers heaven and earth. The blood of his wow, cross. Wow, beautiful point. Yeah, you know, the blood of the cross is in heaven and in earth, and nothing can stand up against the blood of Christ. Uh-uh. You know, okay. sickness and disease bow to the blood of Christ. Amen. The cross. Amen. Poverty and death bow to the blood of Christ. Amen. Uh, the grave and sin, you know, and hell, you bow to the blood of Christ. We are Amen. set free in Christ Jesus. It feels good to be holy, blameless, and reconciled, hallelujah, to the things of God. And to, you know, one of the things when I was a kid, I wanted to always please my dad. And then since my dad wasn't around, I wanted to please my Heavenly Father. And when I, you know, I couldn't, I reveled, I couldn't, I didn't have it in me to please him or I didn't know how. And if I would have known it was this easy to mm-hmm. see, receive Christ yes. and receive his love, mm-hmm. you know, and that, that, that would satisfy the father and I didn't have to, um, you know, run around, but to have that peace is so wonderful. Even at a young age, 12, right. 13 yes. years old, you know, you're not looking for other people's approval or peer pressure or, and you, you, once you have the Holy Spirit, you're not into taking yeah, up that freedom. Freedom. Breaking into cars or things mm-hmm. like that, or, or having a adrenaline rush that you got to get into a business building to the air conditioning duct. You know, you do so many things that go that could have cost your life. You know. You know, um, this last thing I'll read it. it says, and now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, it says you must continue to follow Him. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I remember when I became a Christian, I didn't do that part. Where are you? I'm at the very end, uh, six, um, uh, eight, two, 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 six, two, six. Oh, two, six. Towards the last, but it says, uh, and now just as you accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him. It says here, very important instruction, let your roots grow down in him, okay? It doesn't say let your roots grow down in Moses or let your roots grow down in the Virgin Mary. It says let your roots grow down in Christ Jesus, okay? And let your lives be built upon him. Then your faith will grow strong 
in the truth you were taught and you will overflow with thankfulness. Okay, what's the answer here? It's we just keep on seeking Jesus. Well, who is Jesus? Get to know him. You know, get to know what he did. Find out more about him. You know, what did he say? What were his examples? Um, Amen. And that's our quest. That's what we're yeah. doing. It's never too late, you know. To yeah, be, exactly. To have the Christ and the love right. in us, you know, and the Christ, the hope of glory. Yeah. And I think what you brought out to me was that Thanksgiving is a fruit. Amen. That's you go. It's a fruit of the, of the tree, God. you know. Mm-hmm. And thankful, and you're smiling, you're abounding with joy, and mm-hmm. the light is light. Someone's Amen. in the home. Amen. We left the light on for you. Our Father in heaven says, "I left the light on for yes. you." <laughs> that's a great point. You know, it's fruit, mm-hmm. but that's because we're doing, you it, know, because you had the, the root, year. which is Jesus. The, the root will produce the fruit. You know, so we have to keep. Jesus is like, he's he's who I want to know more of, you know. Built up and in him. And all the words that I have are built up on Jesus. That's why it's good for us to go through the Old Testament and find out where the prophecies uh, were done. Mm-hmm. You and I do, uh, uh, well, that's what we're doing. We're, we're going through the Old Testament and we're identifying where it mentions Jesus or it mentions a prophecy of the church or, or you know. You know what we read through Jeremiah right now? Mm-hmm. All right, eh? you need to uh, finish this up. Um, do you want me to? Okay, um, we're looking at the Psalms, uh, 77, verse 1 to 20. And it says, recount the things okay. that God has done for you in the past. I'll read it. Okay. Okay. All right, Psalm 77, 120 says, Recount the things God has done for you in the past. Cry out to Him now for His help with whatever you are facing or working on today, you know. It doesn't have to be a large task, you know. We cry out to Him, like for instance, I want to cry out to Him that I may finish my projects or remove them or, or cash them in and just set me free from so many little projects I have accumulated. You think about it. I think I have. I should have over a hundred projects now. <laughs> over a hundred projects started, and uh, boy, I, I I asked God to relieve me of this bondage. Little projects. That's a lot of projects to come think of it. Psalm seventy-seven one through twenty says, "I cry out to God. Yes, I shout. Oh, that God will listen to me when I was in deep trouble." I searched for the Lord all night long. I prayed with hands lifted towards heaven, but my soul was not comforted. I think of God and I moan, overwhelmed with longing for His help. You don't let me sleep. I am too distressed even to pray. I think of the good old days long since ended, when my nights were filled with joyful songs. I searched my soul and pondered the difference now. Has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? In his unfailing love, gone forever, have his promises permanently failed? Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he slammed the door on his compassion? And I said, this is my fate. The Most High has turned his hand against me. But then I call on all, then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot thinking about them, your mighty works. O oh God, your ways are holy. Is there any God as mighty as you? 
You are the God of great wonders. You demonstrate your awesome power among the nations. By your strong arm, you redeem your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. When the Red Sea saw you, O God, its waters looked and trembled. The sea quaked to its very depths. The clouds poured down rain. The thunder rumbled in the sky. Your arrows of lightning flashed. Your thunder roared from the whirlwind. The lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and shook. Your road led through the sea. Your pathway through the mighty waters. A pathway no one knew was there. You led your people along the road like a flock of sheep with Moses and Aaron as their shepherd. Amen and amen. <clears throat> Scientists today say there's a there's a patch of uh, like a bridge of sand underneath the Red Sea. <clears throat> not ta- not taking away anything from the Israelites, but to have a million people cross the Red Sea. Uh, just to remove with the air, remove the waters back. That would have been awesome, huh? Just easy. You know, why not? God created the earth and moved the, the Red Sea back, and they walked on dry land. How powerful is that? Proverbs 24, 23-25. <clears throat> Here are some further sayings to the wise. It is wrong to show favoritism when passing judgment. A judge who says to the wicked, you are innocent, will be cursed by many people and denounced by the nations. But it will go well for those who convict the guilty. Rich blessings will be showered on them. Amen. Wow. Thank you for today's reading.